a stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon. But violence is only the beginning of this story. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are. And this is a big one. I'm Amy Donaldson, and I've spent my career talking about how lives are undone by violence. The Letter is a podcast about how lives are remade. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. It's the KSL Movie Show with Doug Wright and Steve Sales. The week's big movie review, movie news, games, and prizes. Here's Doug Wright on KSL News Radio, 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Well, Stephen, we are sitting here in the lap of luxury. Yeah, don't wake me. At, at the warehouse. We are, we are in the, the cushy end. I mean, we have lamps to our right. We have mattresses to our left. But they have placed us in the sectional section. And, well, you're all sitting back, relaxed, and cushy. And, yeah. How you do know? you put my feet up? Oh. <laughs> First thing he goes is, yeah, how do I put my feet up? Is this reclined? This is pretty cushy. Yeah, this is nice. Yeah, yeah. We're in the lap of luxury here. We'll be telling you more about that. The movie show here at KSL News Radio today. And we have a plethora of things going on. And probably... I, you know, Steve, I don't think I'm overstating this. This is probably the best movie of of the year. Magic Mike's Last Dance. Well, after you trashed last week's 80 for Brady, you, this oh, is worse man. than that? Oh, oh, this this movie. I, uh, it, one, it didn't make any sense. Whatsoever. I am not kidding you. You know how when you walk out and, you know, you you have to kind of fess up to the studio folks. She kind of looked at me. Well, at, at one point, I, I got kind of a, a phone call that I thought was important, you know, that I, I really ought to take. Oh, so I kind of... maybe you were leaving. Well, she did, too. <laughs> and and believe me, it crossed my mind about three times. I thought, what am I doing here? Good grief. Because I, I kind of bragged about it when we sat down to see the movie, that I have never seen a Magic Mike movie all the way through until this one. And I guess I just figured I needed to torture myself. But anyway, when I walked out, she said... You're not hardly the target audience. Well, who is? Well, women love to go see these movies. Do they? Well, my daughter, I took the first one. Uh She says the most embarrassing moment of her life. Sitting next to her dad watching the original... Anyway, the bottom line is, she said, well, what, what did you think of it? And I said, this is like, remember when Mickey and Judy used to decide to put on the big show in the barn (laughs) this is the worst kind of spring off of that that had to have salma hayek (laughs) putting on uh, it it, i I just sat there in disbelief and the thing that went through my mind over and over was how do these gifted actors do these scenes and not just burst out laughing or dying of embarrassment <laughs> I have at the stupidity. He was flinging her against the glass oh, up in the air and backwards upside down. Wouldn't have been great if she'd just gone through the glass, you know. Anyway, so we'll be talking about Magic Mike's last dance, and we all pray that it certainly is. I doubt that there's any truth in that advertising and that statement. But also, oh, hey, and we need to go ahead and do it since we're already, you know, launched into it. The movie show preview, which is actually a warning, uh, is sponsored by our friends at Call Climate Services. Finally, uh, you got uh, the heavens opened. Do they hire just Scots there? Because like, Scott Potter came out. Well, there's lots of Scots. Oh, it's kind of like Steve. I like you know. Hey, okay, you look qualified, but what's your name? And there's a lot of Dugs. <laughs> there are Dugs and Scots there. No, not not them. It's uh, anyway. Call Climate Services. They saved my bacon this week. They did. They actually got that uh, you know falling off the back of the truck furnace. Oh, it was a perfect good furnace. It Guido. just had a little little glitch. Uh huh. And he, he and was able to find it, and I thought, oh, uh, Hallelujah! Have, finally, Steve's got a furnace. That works. Yeah. It is the 21st century, you know. Bite me. <laughs> what was that again? You heard me. That's a, that's the sound bite of the day. Okay, so the movie show preview. Here we go. The following preview has been rated G and is appropriate for all audiences. The movie show special feature. <laughs> Magic Mike's last dance, and then we've got turn every page. 
That did you watch it, dude? That's not opening for another two weeks. I know, but oh. but why is it? Why was it on the list? Because I, you know, and then you canceled it. Yeah, and, you know. But anyway, turned every page. I actually I, had to tell the studio. I called them and said, "Do you know we're not playing this movie?" Yeah. And they go, "Oh, really? Yeah." So anyway, that's a really good movie. Is it okay? You know, for people who 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 like to read, for people who kind of appreciate not only the writing but the editing process and politics. Wow, really, really interesting. So yeah. anyway, we'll not be reviewing that today. That's on the 24th. Yeah. Your Place or Mine. Uh, we watched that the other night. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it was cute. Yeah, it was, it was a cute little movie. Uh, Seriously Red. I didn't know about that. This is a delightful film. Every once in a while, a movie will come along. Australian, a young woman who loves, I mean, absolutely adores Dolly Parton. Yeah. And she becomes an impersonator, and it's so charming. Really? There's some moments that are a little sassy, and the Aussies are okay. good for that, but uh, she is just absolutely, her personality is off the charts. Well, you know, Dolly's been in some sassy movies. Yeah, in fact, there's a lot of Dolly quotes I thought was pretty cool. Okay. Somebody I used to know. Yeah, did you see that one? Uh, I'm the, trying to remember. I saw we were some trying to get it, and Dee asked me a couple of times, and finally somebody you know, texted me back like, yeah, we've got it. We'll send it to you tonight. And so I finally got to see it. Just last. Who started in it? Um, Allison Brie. Allison Brie. The one I confused with Anna Kendrick. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> this one definitely is Allison Brie, and it's directed definitely. by her husband, uh, Dave Franco. Okay. And then All That Breathes. So those are the movies we'll be taking a look at. And then... By the way, All That Breathes is nominated for an Academy Award. This is cool. a documentary out of uh, India about rescuing hawks. Rescuing hawks. Okay. Yeah. All right. Hey, by the way, the commish is going to be joining us today. And I'm, I'm anxious to kind of get the lowdown on Sundance. What are the vibes? You know, how do things go? What are the exiting comments, as it as it were? So Virginia Pierce, who is the commissioner from the Utah oh, State She's going to love this seriously red movie. She's such a Dolly Parton fan. <laughs> she, everybody's a, I'm a Dolly Parton well, fan. Well, I know, but I mean. But oh, my goodness. you trashed your Christmas Well, the, who couldn't? I mean, if you Even had. the devil has hated it. If, I mean, really, I'm, I'm sure Satan was going. Even I don't and like. And in context, there's a song about him. In, oh, yeah? Yeah, okay. Oh, oh the, the whole thing is go to hell, you know? And you kind of go, and the devil's going, you're, you're, this is not cool. <laughs> you, know? well, you first. Yeah, yeah <laughs> that's right. Okay, what else have we got here? Streaming news, we got that, the movie show Top Ten. What which... in the world is happening in Yellowstone? Have you read anything? On, about... on... He, he, Dutton, he wants out. Yeah. He's like, what? You can't do that? I don't know. And is it really happening, or is it just know. a bunch of hooey? Maybe just a bunch of hype. You know, who knows? So anyway, we'll be talking about that. Uh, I think D.A.N. is going to be joining us for the quirky picks of the week. Okay. We've got a little telephone torture. I, I think we still have the Valentine's special, don't we? Yeah, we should, yeah. Yeah, yeah I think there's still time for us to uh, do door number one, door Tuesday number two. Night. Yeah, we have a Valentine's date night, and then we also have the Platinum X experience, and then we have the traditional prize. Right. So we've got all of that is coming up on today's infamous movie show. All right, it is 927, and we have just enough time to trash the movie called Magic Mike's Last oh, Dance. Oh, it's not that bad. And we're all, oh, it is worse. I mean, it's horrible. But yeah, it's... It, is, it is horrible. So let's get the sound on uh, Magic Mike's Last Why Dance. are you in London? I'm going to put on a show at this famous theater. People are numb, disconnected. We're going to wake them up with a wave of passion they've never felt before. Without further ado, I give you the visionary artist Magic Mike. So. Oh, sup. First of all, oh, Selma man. Hayek looks. She looks great. But you again, know how old she is? You know, she's yeah. in her late 50s. Yeah, no, she she is a beautiful woman. And, but Much you know, older the, than uh, but the, Tom yeah, here. Yeah. But this is a movie that was made for Selma Hayek because it, it shot in theater light and in kind of the shadows and darkness and so on. And and that's not to say she's not gorgeous, but boy, it just really, it, it, it played beautifully for her this this was if you're just looking to see a beautiful woman salma hayek is is terrific in this movie but the movie is terrible and here we have this guy you know we have magic mike who's bartending and uh, this girl recognizes him 
And, you know, she's with her boyfriend, and it's been years, and, well, how do we know each other? Well, I think you were a police officer. Yeah, it's yeah. one of those, you know, stripograms. Yeah. And uh, he goes, yeah, but I only gave you a warning. And anyway, she tells Salma Hayek, who is this rich, 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 rich woman, who's estranged from her husband. Is she, though? Is a divorce is going on, although is we find out rich? that if there's an actual divorce, she is, you know, dirt poor. But anyway, so she hears, and she's just looking for a little comfort. So she brings in Magic Mike, and oh my goodness! And anyway, finally, it's like gymnastics. Oh, it it is just I was laughing. Oh, I, I mean, I mean, it was kind of sexy, but also I mean, strangely and bouncing off the walls, throwing her up in the air know, off the glass. It's I'm crazy. Like, what the, heck? the bottom line is, she is just mesmerized by him, but not just kind of the sexuality of it, but his his skills. Yeah, I mean, the guy is amazing, dancing gymnast. You know, everything well, else. The athleticism of these people are incredible. So anyway, he, she decides that she's going to take him off to London with her, pay him $60,000 for, six, for 30 days, and then it turns into she's got her husband's. It's almost a little bit like Ted Lasso, yeah. where she's inherited her husband's theater, and she's either going to drive it into the ground or embarrass him right. or just, you know, whatever. And so anyway, they put on the show in the barn, and it ends up being all kinds of things. They're trying to stop it through... Any moderations to the theater well, has to be approved. Thought, wait a minute. I thought they were doing they're doing exactly what they said they were going to do, yeah. but they were supposed to close down if they were going to do know. that. I know, and I think they thought, well, we can get away with one performance, and then they'll shut us down. And, oh, my goodness, we could go on and on and on about this. And then there's her, Salma Hayek's, you know, daughter. There's the famed kind of Arthur-like butler. Yeah, the crusty butler. Oh, man. The, they this, really didn't use him at, no, hardly at all. No, but he, he was, where we had him, he was good. Yeah. So the bottom line is, this is Lebad Cinema. It, I hope this is the end for Magic Mike. I prided myself that I've never seen one of these movies all the way through, but this one I did sit through. And and you know, there's there's not a lot of nudity and things like no, that. No, they've definitely it. toned it down. They've and toned classed it, down. it up. Yeah, and so, but it's still a terrible movie. So, Steve, what did you give it? What's the grade? Oh, I gave it a C plus or B minus. I thought that the athleticism was amazing. The Ooh. dancing was incredible. Oh, some of the dancers were world class, unbelievable, spectacular. But the plot is absolutely yeah. senseless. It makes no sense. No. They're trying to go from, you know, like Habits or Rascals and do a Moulin Rouge. Well, it's, good luck. Yeah. I mean, and Channing is, a, I mean, he's physically. Well, and the, and the dancers that they bring in, I mean, it's ballet. Uh, it's yeah. break dancing. It's gymnastics. I mean, it is. It they is, are incredible dancers. So anyway. But it's not, doesn't have that period interest that the other movies had no it no it's not as raw yeah as uh, and for what little i saw although that little that rain dance thing they did was pretty cool yeah it was kind of sexy i don't know i don't know who's going to see it though maybe you know truckload (laughs) of women are going to go let's go see magic mike for the last time we'll see see. we can only hope that it's the last time for magic mike (laughs) it is rated r by the way oh yeah you think uh 932 here at ksl news radio brief break we'll come right back with more of the infamous movie show all right steven sir we need to do a little movie news You, you ready for this i am okay movie news here we go This is Lowell Thomas speaking, flashing to you the news of the world. We return now to the KSL Newsreel. The biggest stories from the world of cinema and the star-studded glamour of Hollywood. Okay, I'm combining two stories here because during uh, Disney Q1 earnings call, CEO Bob Iger announced sequels to Frozen 2, Toy Story 4, Zootopia. And uh, the Toy Story is the interesting story here. But, by the way, why wouldn't you? Frozen 2, Toy Story 4 and Zootopia uh, were nominated for Academy Awards, latest theatrical installment of each series, making over $1 billion, where you take Disney's film Strange World, it made less than $74 million worldwide. So why wouldn't you go to the tried and true? But the, the this is the punchline. Tim Allen is going to provide the voice of Buzz Lightyear after Chris Evans voiced the alternative version in last year's Lightyear. So it's all official, fourth installment, uh, seemed to kind of, you know, cap the story. So Toy Story 5, it's going to be Tim Allen. Well, to think that they wouldn't make a Frozen 3 when Frozen oh, 2 yeah. made $1.45 I know. It's, and the combined of the two movies, $2.73 I know. It's incredible. That's I mean, these franchises, and including Zootopia, did well, t- well too. So. Yeah. No, it's good. All right. So what have you got, Stephen? Well, screen legend. 
Harrison Ford. You may have heard of him. I've heard of the guy. Says he'd be fine with just two words on his tombstone. Which? He says, I'd settle for was useful. Was useful. You know, do you remember in in the uh, electric, uh, no, it was in uh, The Horse Whisperer, the scene where Robert Redford is out talking to the little gal and kind of, you know, and she goes, well, aren't you afraid of anything? And he goes, just getting old and not being of much use. I've never forgotten that. That is pretty cool. That yeah. also reminds me of that conversation that uh, Costner had with uh, the old the old rancher there when he was. they were sitting there under the tree and they went to sleep and... Right before he went to bed, he said, can it get any better than this? Or yeah. something, Yeah, you know, he just wanted to be useful. So he said, yeah, Okay, was be, useful. Yeah, really. What, what a great thing that somebody's life was of use. He says, I don't want all that crap on there that, you know, was an actor, did this or that. But I just want to be, I was useful. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> okay, Rotten Tomatoes. Yes. Announced their best picture of the year. Okay, just based on how rotten the tomatoes were not. Yes. Okay. Exactly. All right. The unrotten tomatoes. Yes, the unrotten tomatoes. Take a guess. Uh, Maverick. Really? Top Gun Maverick. I thought, n- really? Yeah. These are the Blue Bloods Man, people. I know. These are the Mahas. Yeah. Yeah. Top Gun Maverick was their best film of the year. Good for them. Brendan Fraser, did you know that he was kind of considered for Superman back in the day? I did not. Yeah, I did not know that either. And he said, of course, it's a life-changing, amazing opportunity. I think inherently that I did not want to be known for only one thing because I prided myself on my diversity and the whole professional life. I'm not a one-trick pony. And apparently it kind of came across when he was talking about it and even auditioning and so on that, you know, he was he was concerned about the role, kind of stereotyping him. But, you know, to me, listening to him um, doing interviews over the past few weeks, he is such a sweet man. He is a sweet man, and you know, and and he has entered the the universe a little bit of superheroes with the Doom Patrol, and then also the now canceled Batgirl movie. He was supposed to be in that. So, well, that thing is filmed. I don't know what. I know. Are they just going to trash it and take a tax write off? That's well, what they said. They have to if they yeah. if they say it's you know yeah. a complete I mean, loss. If, if you write that sucker off, it has and then to be, it appears somewhere. Oh, you're toast. You're you're done. Do not screw with the IRS. That's how do you know that, Stephen? Oh, I know. <laughs> Everybody, every even if it's just a simple <laughs> April fifteenth appointment. I have the Yellowstone brand. <laughs> Everybody knows. You got anything else for us? Here? Nope, that's it. All right, there you have it. Our movie news here at KSL. News Radio 952 on the infamous movie show. We'll take a break and we shall come right back with more mirth and merriment. Yes. Movie reviews and Hollywood news. The KSL Movie Show. So to come on the movie show, the commissioner of the Utah State Film Commission will be joining us. Uh, Virginia Pierce, she'll be dropping by here at the uh, warehouse. We also have D with the quarantine picks of the week. And we have uh, telephone torture. We've got the movie show Top Ten. It's all here for you on a Friday at KSL. It's the world-famous KSL Movie Show on KSL News Radio. World-famous. Hey, look at that picture. Of Virginia with Bush Cassidy and the Sundance Kid right. in front of the Utah State Capitol. I know they came to uh, they came to our film day on the hill. It was wow. so great of them in wow. black and white. In black and in white. black and white. And this was compliments of Jeff the Whipple from Jeff, Megaplex. Jeff the Whipple sent that yes, up. Yes, you did. That is how did things go up on the hill? By the they way, for, show me the money, Virginia Pierce, <laughs> oh, yeah. the. Film commissioner the of the state the of Utah, the commissioner herself, is here with us. Yeah, he's really sucking up big time. I know, I love it. And we're not Keep even going to say why. Keep it coming. We're not even going to say why, because there's a, a guilt-ridden soul to my right over here. But meanwhile, so how did it go up on the hill? It went great. We yeah, we had film day on the hill on Monday, and lots of people came up. There were and a ton of people up there. A ton of people, and we talked about film and all different ways. And we had the Burns uh, Western Outfitters, who are based in Salina and Park City, and they make the hats. They make beautiful hats and saddles and all kinds of things, but they make the hats for Yellowstone. Wow. Kevin Costner's hat. Wow. So it's cool to have them up there. They've really seen a growth in their business because of yeah. the show. Oh, yeah. you know, everything looks so cool on that show. And every th- time I, I say, I guess Duluth Trading has done a lot of stuff on mm-hmm. that. And I, you just kind of go, I need to get in there so I can look like 
Kevin Costner. Yeah, yeah that'll do it. Yeah, check, that'll, out, that'll check out Burns. It. By the way, what's company. going on with him? Have you heard anything? Yeah. Scuttlebutt? Is he is he bailing on Yellowstone? Ooh, you know no stuff. Comment. She is in the cone of silence. <laughs> she knows. It means she knows something. She does. I want to play poker with you because we'll you can't. We'll have to wheedle it out of you. I have no comment on Kevin Costner's life. Uh, no, come on. You know. What but what talking. about what he's doing in Utah? I mean, how's I that mean, coming along? That is coming along. Yeah. That I can talk about. He's getting, yeah, they're in pre-production. They're starting to figure out where they're going to shoot in southern Utah for part two of Horizons. Yeah. That's so they have the first one shot already. First one is shot. What yeah. are we how many, three it? or four? Is there four? I Yeah, three or four. Yeah. There's, I think they're still trying to figure out the flow and how they're going to Have combine. you heard any rumblings when we're going to actually be able to see some I, that of this stuff? I don't know because I think it's it depends on how they're going to string it together if it yeah. ends up being on, you know, in theaters or on a streaming Well, platform. it was kind of interesting because when you were describing this, it was almost like Kev didn't know what he was going to do. Are we going to make one great big gigantic movie? Are we going to make a series? I think or? he always knew it would be parts, but I think – it's evolving into, you know, is it three or four separate movies? Is it a right. series of a couple of seasons? Like, I think he, you know, he's got so many good cast, and I think the script is amazing, and he's so talented that I mean, he could probably yeah. just do it, you know? It is amazing. You know, he is the it guy right now. He he truly is. Well, between him and, and Taylor, I mean, good grief. Oh, Taylor Sheridan is just He's just insane. nuts. I don't know how he does it. He must work 28 hours a day. Yeah. I mean, when does and a guy sleep? And I don't sleep? even think there are 28 hours in the day. <laughs> well, <laughs> I don't know. Check. At the high school I went to, you know, of course, you know. <laughs> it just plus, felt like in, it was 28 uh, hours. Two yeah. plus two equaled eight. <laughs> so it was it was good. Okay. Now, did did the – or is it likely? I know things are still in the works up on Capitol Hill, but uh, making Utah competitive when it comes to bringing film here and having the incentive – well, you know what I just heard in a text on my way over here is that Montana's asking to raise their incentive to $30 million. $30 million. Yeah. Holy cow. So, you know, it's kind of all – and I hate to talk about it in those terms because I don't think it is a competitive – Yeah. I, mean, you, that, I, I don't want to compete on that scale. Right, you, know, yeah. you know, they're doing it, so we need to do it. It's more about, for Utah, what makes sense for us. Yeah, and analyzing also, our situation. And how do we stay in the game. Like, yeah. You have to have an incentive program to be in the game. We have this great, you know, rural program now that's really gotten us some great projects. Yeah. And so I just want to see that continue. Yeah. You know, the, the focus on rural, I thought, was really an interesting mm-hmm. way to expand it because it not only expanded the dollars that are available for incentives for mm-hmm. filmmakers, but it also kind of spread the wealth, yeah. Yeah. you know, and said, hey, you know, discover some other parts of And Utah. who's not going to vote for something that's going to, you know, elevate the economy right. of an area? Yeah, I mean, we had, right. what, from the $12 million, we saw over $130 million spent in... You know, th- that's a thing that's Utah, so amazing. Is, like, that is... That's, you can that's point real to. money. And I, and I think that's why other states are interested in getting in the game because they see that boots on the ground spend that goes to the communities and to the vendors and local right. you know, employees. And again, for people who have the misconception, and I still hear it, you know, when I have conversations with people, you know, that somehow this is just, you know, flushing money down to, you know, Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Uh-uh. The, the money we're talking about, the incentive stays money, in stays in Utah and magnifies on roughly a scale of, what, what 1 to 12? 1 to 7, I think, one to seven. Light, latest study showed, yeah. Yeah, it, yeah. It's, it's amazing. Yeah. I mean, who wouldn't put a buck on the table if you got 7 back? Yeah, and I think, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a great incentive to, to be here and spend money. And also we love, you know, we get proud of it. I think we're been in the film business a long time that's right so, yeah the bragging good. rights are incalculable the bragging rights are good they they are just amazing yeah. hey we need to do a little quick uh, post-mortem on sundance and from yeah. the commission's point of view how did it fare this year i loved having yeah. the location downtown the, gateway, the broadcast so we did there at gateway was yeah. so much fun yeah i know new venues in salt lake and it was just fun to be back in person and have yeah. screening you know you forget like the rush of seeing a film in a theater full of people and having everyone excited and then having the artists there could talk about you know, what their thought process was it was just great yeah. yeah no that that's true do you hear any buzz steve uh, as people well, a lot were of, exiting um there were more films a lot more films sold after sold, sundance right? yeah. um they were kind of everybody was like they didn't want to do that competitive thing i know one film went for 20 million bucks mm-hmm. and 
And they're like, ah, that was probably too much. So they kind of wait till after Sundance, like, hey, by the way, can I buy your film for $8 million? Yeah, yeah. So there was a lot of that going on. Yeah. Uh, and there's a writer's strike coming up, so a potential writer's strike. So they're they're looking at, yeah. Don't say that. <laughs> yeah, that's right. We don't even. <laughs> I don't make up the news. Know. <laughs> you know, it's interesting because we talked about the the film that was shot, you know, here in the state of Utah yeah. that aliens abducted my parents and I'm feeling kind of left out. Well, you know, they they had not been purchased at that point. I'd like mm-hmm. to talk to them and see if I it's. Know. I think they made a deal over the, while we're on the Probably air. did. I mean, you Thanks know, because. to the Doug Wright show. Well, <laughs> Megaplex said, hey, we're, we're, we're here, you know, yeah. we're, we're ready to show this movie. Yeah, I know. It was really great to see them have the success they did and. You mentioned something when you walked in about, uh, you know, people just recognizing what a great place Utah is for filmmakers. Uh, tell us a little bit about that. That seemed really intriguing. What a good place this is to live and work. Oh yeah, yeah. Everything else. Thank you. I was yes. like looking at you blankly, like, what <laughs> I was are going, you talking about? Did I just sit <laughs> there somewhere? Did I just make that up? Sorry, it's been a long week. Uh, yeah, no, we were so excited. Movie Maker Magazine named Salt Lake City one of the best places to live and work as a filmmaker, which is just great to be on that list. They've been doing the list for a long, long time, and. Yeah. I think we were overdue. Um, we all know that it's a great place to be, but to have to be recognized on a national level is, you know, we have all of the legs of the stool. They say we have the professional crew, we have the infrastructure, we have a great studio, we have the incentive program, and Salt Lake is a great place to yeah. live, as we know. It's a great home base to be out shooting across the state. Sure. So, yeah, it was really, it was fun. To well, be you know, it's, it's been several years since, you know, obviously Yellowstone packed up and went to Montana. But when, when I was talking with the stars up there at that premiere that we were at, mm-hmm. you know, we were right up there at the Park City Library, I had more than one person mention, we love living here while we're making Yellowstone. Yeah. Our kids are in school here. We love being so close to the International Airport. We love being just up the hill from Salt Lake City, or some lived in Salt Lake City and went up the hill to Park City. Mm-hmm. And it... I, I didn't hear one negative, and and I wasn't bringing it up. I was saying, right. "Hey, how do you like being here in Utah?" Yeah. You know, it, they were telling me how much they like being here in well, Utah. Well, yeah, it's, it's it's a pretty great state. It is a pretty great state. <laughs> I would think one of the drawbacks of shooting in Montana is that everything is so spread out. Yeah. And I think it has been challenging. And you know, to Montana's credit, I think they're really trying to. It's almost like. They got the first leg, which was the incentive a couple of years ago, and now they're trying to backfill and make sure they have the resources right. and infrastructure behind it, which they're doing a great job, you know, building. Well, I'm still very bitter about it, but you got to hand it to Montana. No, they, I, they they ponied up. And you know, I have always been, and a lot of the state film commissioners are friends, and we chat, and we've always, I think, there's a great feeling of wherever a project fits is where it should be. So yeah. let's all help each other, make sure the programs are. Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America. But this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen fit our state and right. then and there is a lot of sharing of information which is good for filmmakers to know because if you bis- misbehave in one state it follows you around Ooh. it's almost like getting a bad yelp review yes. right <laughs> yeah, we exactly. all have a great network so. exactly yeah. so of course the big question now is what's next for eureka what is next for Eureka? Shoot. Bulldozer. <laughs> oh, did you say that? I was just going completely opposite from where you were thinking. No, seriously, you know, I'm, I'm ready for Dark Highway. I want to find I out know. when we can see it. I know. And it's, and be it's really been fun. fun, you know, because I've teased everybody about, you know, that for years. But, you know, some some stuff's been happening. Well, and, you know, Job County has really stepped it up and been a yeah. huge part of our Film Ready initiative and have really taken the ball and run with it. And I think, you know, starting to pay off so yep. it's exciting for absolutely them. well Kamish, nice of you to drop by here yes. good to see you guys take the rest Program. of the week off i will yeah and we got a donut for you over here too oh good you know we go all out i know I you know. guys are so great i mean where do you where do you find a radio like this Nowhere. Nowhere. <laughs> thankfully, nowhere. Boy, thankfully, nowhere. See, she's in the you, spirit of the show. You walked right into that low-hanging fruit. <laughs> oh, I, that was a soft log. Yeah. It was just beautifully <laughs> hit. Yeah. 
Virginia, great to have you on the show. Yeah, good to see you guys. We look forward to this every every uh, every month. year. <laughs> every every five years like year. when we deign to invite you on the show. But you'll be back again next I month. I will. I'll see you Despite next month. Uh, demands. Despite and, all the insults thrown <laughs> yeah. around here. Yeah, we'll we'll talk more about <laughs> Stephen and you know his uh, his uh, therapy that he's under right now. Say hi to your uh, your daughter for us, and I will. Uh, best to all of the great people that make films here in Utah. Yeah. And the legislators, are they going to come through for us they, this year? Hopefully they'll They're see, see, the see the light. See the light. the movie lights. The movie. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh, I, Ooh. The Kleek light right in their face, right? <laughs> the commish from the Utah State Film Commission. And that's Virginia Pierce with us here at KSL News Radio. Planning on a weekend on the couch? Streaming your favorite movie or a new show? Doug and Steve sort through it all so you only binge the best. It's the movie show streaming reviews on KSL News Radio. Isn't it interesting how streaming has just, you know, consumed, you know, the market? You know, I was I was talking to some friends. You know, we went from the traditional, then we went to cable, then we had VHS, mm-hmm. and then we went to DVD, and then all of a sudden you could now stream and I mean Good grief, and it's it's a huge part of our lives, and we've all been concerned about how streaming is going to finally, ultimately interact with traditional go-to-the-theater movies. And I think more and more it's proving that people want both. They yes. want the big movies on the big screen, and then they want to be able to watch them kind of the way we used to with VHS. We used to have to wait a year, and then it got down to just a matter of months. Yeah. Well, to do that same format that is kind of tried and true, uh, true, and it worked so beautifully with Black Panther, and we've seen it on other things, too. I mean, Maverick is probably the best example. Yeah. But Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, Arrived at Disney Plus last week, it instantly shattered the viewership record on the platform for a Marvel movie debut. This is after it chalked up over $800 million yeah. at the box office. Duh. So why not make your mere $800 million at the box office and then have it shatter records on the streaming platform. To me, it's so obvious. That movie that didn't do well, they immediately threw it over to Disney+. Plus. That's a perfect way to do it. Yeah. Just go movie by movie, figure out what the audience is, whether you've got a theatrical, a strong theatrical release, and then let the streaming go. But exactly. when you have a stinker, then you immediately throw it on Disney+. Plus. And boy, you can see why, and especially some of the stars that uh, you know have a, a big back end. Yeah. You know, that's that's part of how they are compensated. Yeah, they take their you know meager millions up front, but their uh-huh. tens of millions come on the back of these deals. So when they, they just go, well, we're not going to release this in the theaters, you can see why, you know, uh, Scarlett Johansson and others, you know, are a little upset at stuff like that. So I, I just hope there are some lessons to be learned. Well, the one lesson that I learned this week, I thought The Last of Us has gone, the last episode did 7.5 million viewers for episode four. And then they came out at the end of it and said, by the way, we're going to let you see the next episode five on Friday night. Normally they're Sunday nights. Right. And I thought, why are they doing that? Oh, there's a little thing called the Super Bowl. Yeah. And they don't want to mess with that. So the last the Last of Us, Episode 5, will air tonight at 7 o'clock Mountain Standard Time. Yeah. So if you want to see it, that's on HBO Max and or HBO, and you'll be able to see it there. Okay. Well, we're all watching Netflix, and we're all watching, you know, what they are doing regarding the sharing of accounts. Ah, uh, yeah. Well, they are already. They, they made kind of a little mistake in their announcement, and then they're walking it back even from where they were. And uh, there's been a massive subscriber backlash. Netflix now is amending its rules on password sharing once again. 225 million subscribers worldwide. So when 100 million of them are whining at you, you know, you tend to pay attention. But did they? The update states that users will set a primary home location, and then the streaming platform is still accessible on a personal device or new TV while using it for vacation purposes. Uh, and yeah. then for additional viewers outside the household, in other words, what a lot of people are already doing, the stealing, sub- using the passwords, the subscribers, but they encouraged it. You know, so we can't oh, yeah. even say stealing, but the, yeah, this no. was part of their deal. Yeah. Hey, share this. You know, hey, hey no. 
But Netflix subscribers can purchase profiles for up to two people that they do not live with for an extra five ninety-five per profile. And I'll tell you, the newest update has not been received very favorably from the Well, they've the opened it in, in another four countries, so they're kind of yep. trickling it out. They they're don't trickling want to it upset out. too many people. That's right. Uh, there's a John Candy documentary coming up. Really? And it's going to be made uh, for Prime Video, and it, it's being put together by Colin Hanks and Ryan Reynolds. Really? Yes. Okay. Spartacus, that was on huge on Stars 10 years ago, yeah. is coming back. Okay. And I have really gotten... I love this new show, Dear Edward, on Apple TV+. Plus I like series. Dear Edward, too. It's so good. And, and now they're dribbling that out episode by episode. They are. So, I think those are Sunday nights. Or, yeah. Yeah. So we, we went to it the other night and went, oh, rats, we've already seen all these. But it's really good. Yeah. I mean, it's about really a plane crash good. where a kid survives. But then and it's then also. It fans out on the stories and the effects of exactly. it. Exactly. It is wonderful. Out of a tragedy comes yeah. all these little flourishing moments. So I've really enjoyed it. So that, dear Edward, if you get a chance, you might want to watch that. Shrinking, I'm beginning to really enjoy yes. too. I've Shrinking. Had a real kick out of that, Jason Siegel. I've got to go back. You know, sometimes you kind of yeah, you move them along as you as you go, and then you need to kind of go back and review some things. Yeah, you know? you're like, oh, no, I went back and rewatched the earlier episodes of Wednesday when I wasn't really fully acquainted with kind of the. And I love that show. By the way, Poker Face, the episode oh, four. Yeah, did you see that with Judith Light? And Wait, what were what were they doing? They were in a, we had the barbecue thing. We had the uh, the gas right. station thing. Yep. We had the casino thing. This is a rest home. And there's two. Women. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, two. that's really good. Yeah, leftover hippies. Yes, you know, yeah. yes. Oh, oh wow. they, they who still believe in the cause. Fun bunch. Oh yeah, that was probably my favorite episode. So the movie show, Spock. You haven't changed a bit. You're just as warm and sociable as ever. No, have you, Doctor? As your continued predilection for irrelevancy demonstrates on KSL News Radio. You know, I love dialogue like that where it's snarky and tight, and you know whether it's a, an Aaron Sorkin thing or whether it's like that's one of the things I love so much about Wednesday. Her precision responses are just so dark, biting, snarky. It, it's 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 wonderful. Good writing makes. All the difference. And I was watching on uh, on uh, YouTube yeah. where like little kids are imitating that dance. I mean, as far away as oh yeah, the the jungles of Brazil, and they're doing it perfectly. <laughs> I know the Wednesday dance at the uh, the Raven. Oh yeah, dance. that's right. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> okay. How about if we review your place or mine? Okay. Okay. Here we go. You and I tell each other everything, right? Always. I think I may have met someone. Can I tell you something? Immediately. The night that Debbie and I spent together. After I found myself thinking about her. You have to tell her. It's too late. Wait, what is all this? Peter's not interested in me like that, is he? You know, this kind of reminded me of a bunch of movies. You know, my best friend's wedding and different things. Sleepless in Seattle. Sleepless in Seattle. And, you know, where there, there are these, there's this couple that came together, but... You know, and and they had a relationship, but it never. You know, they they just didn't. They were too young. Carry on. They were too young. Thing. It was. You know, I mean, we saw the one where it was a college thing, yeah. and you know, and then they went their separate ways. And but this one, you know, first of all, Reese Witherspoon. Who doesn't love Reese She's Witherspoon? Adorable. She and and then Aston Kutcher. Uh, you know, he, boy, he has really matured. Yes. You know, D and I just noticed in his face. And well, in the way his, his hair is done, it's not that floppy little. You know, teen. Idol. But at first, you know, the, when the movie opens, you go, well, geez, what's going on? It's a birthday, and they're there together and everything. Oh, no. What they're doing is they're just communicating via, you know, Internet, and they're both on the screen for each other. Yeah, it looks which, like it's... It looks like they're they're just waking bed. up together. Yeah. yeah, but they're not. And then all of a sudden you realize, well, now what's going on here? Because he has another woman with him, and she's has, oh, a kid and everything. And they're doing this friendship cross-country. Well, she has an opportunity to uh, get a little more credential because she's got a son that has asthma and all kinds of allergies and so on. She works at the school district, and if she gets this little additional you know, certificate, she can make more money. But she has to travel back to New York. She has a babysitter all set up. 
I know, okay. And so when she's back in New York, she's going to meet with him, you know, as the friendship and renew it. Well, her babysitter bags out because she gets the chance to, you know, to go for this part that she wanted. And so he volunteers to come out and babysit her son while she goes back to New York and takes this course. And I, I just thought it was charming. I mean, this is not a great movie. <clears throat> I'm not giving it four stars. But it it's kind of why you go to the movies. You know, it's just fun. You, you like the characters. You're engaged. You hope they don't screw things up. Yeah. And so I, I gave it three stars. I, I, I like this little movie. I thought it was sweet. Well, that's it. I mean, it's a formulaic almost to the – I mean, you have the friend back in New York. like, come on, do this, do yeah. that. And everything is just so, yeah, just so neatly packaged. Almost everything you've seen in this movie you have seen scattered out over other film universes. Sure. But they, they were put together, I thought, quite beautifully. I thought, yeah, it was touching. The kid was cute. Oh, he the kid was play, really cute. Play hockey. I, the only one I felt bad for was the crazy neighbor, Steve Zahn. Yeah, Steve Zahn, he's, he's this guy who was part of the tech world, sold his patent or his business or whatever. He's independently yeah. wealthy. And he's just, you know, he hires everybody to do stuff for him. You can't quite figure out, well, is he the bum in the neighborhood or what? No, he's this really rich guy, and he's over doing Oliver gardening and yeah. everything, just hoping that she'll finally love and appreciate him. They just left that story hanging. Yeah, the they fact did. That the very, when you see him just dancing in the, in the garden, you're like, well, that was weird. So I felt bad for him, but other than that, if you like Ashton Kutcher and if you like uh, Reese Witherspoon, you're going to be fine. Oh, and, and who doesn't and like And where do we see this? Uh, yeah, that's a good question. Where do we see uh, it's it? It's Netflix. Netflix. Uh, and it's PG-13. All right. All right. Yeah, and, and it's just one of those fun little movies. Yeah, you're you not like. going to be hurt by this, and you're going to think, oh, that was cute. Yeah. Ah, uh, so cute. The Movie Show. Quirky Pick of the Week. Ah, uh, the Quirky Picks of the Week. This is uh, a great opportunity to bring a little class to the show. And, uh, well, you already had class. Virginia was here. Well, <laughs> boy, we're, we're quad, well, two for two. What, two for two? <laughs> I'm trying to think of the term. It's a, it's a duo. Double header. It's a, a double header of class on the movie show. Well, thank you very much. I mean, how often do you have that? We don't. We don't. <laughs> Rarely. Okay, Dee, what are the quirky picks? Well, I'm going to give you credit for this, but I want to give you a hint so you don't don't tip it. Mm-hmm. Doug was watching it, and I. this is a, is a movie that I, I guess would be in a comedic genre, but a little bit like Forrest Gump, where Forrest Gump's funny, but it has an a, a intense, oh. serious message. Yeah. So here's your hint. You is kind. You is <laughs> smart. You is important. Important. I know this. Oh, yeah. Oh, you got to know. And Viola Davis. Well, the cast. Let me let me run down the cast. Emma Stone. Oh, The Help. The, the Help. help. Yeah. The Help. 2011. And I mean the cast. Okay. Let's just talk about that. Emma Stone, Viola Davis, Octavia Spencer, Jessica Chastain, Bryce Dallas Howard, Allison Janney, my favorite, Cicely Tyson, Sissy Spacek, Mary yeah. Steenburgen. Leslie Jordan, I don't know if that's you know good or bad, but anyway, may he rest in peace. But uh, it's a phenomenal movie. It is a phenomenal. You just mentioned Alice and Jenny, who I love. Also, have you seen Lou? No, no, I didn't see that. It's got that dog scene at the beginning. I, I a dog gets hurt. I can't do it. No, but the dog's fine. Oh, is it? I didn't get past that. Well, there goes the spoiler. Well, then I need to watch Lou it's because... the very beginning. I need to watch Lou because... I, I think. Mean, because Alice and Jenny is an idol of mine. Oh. I, West Wing, my favorite yeah. female role. She's just, she is amazing, and she's amazing in the help. You know, she starts out kind of bigoted, you know, not looking well, good. she's got that southern... Real yeah, prissy southern right. mother, and, and, you and know. And she's, you know, done some not nice things with their their help. And ends up, you know, turning, showing some humanity. Well, I, Tanya, it sort of reminds me of that character. Oh, exactly. Character. Yeah. That was a great character, oh, man. too. Really? She, yeah. She was mean as yeah. a snake yeah, in that she movie. She was, yeah. So, yeah. But, but the help, it, it has, um, you know, it has depth. It has humor. Yeah. And yeah. I just, uh, great script. I and love the book, and I absolutely love that movie. When it, whenever I'm surfing and I see the help come up, I just... I just joined it in progress. Yeah, no, there are a lot of movies like that where like, okay, I guess I'm sucked yep. in. Yeah, so anyway, that's my quirky pick of the week. If you haven't watched it for a while, I know, again, it was kind of like Forrest Gump. You you, you kind of, it's 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 massive. It, it encompasses a lot of issues and a, and a lot of characters and a yeah. great cast. It's just a win-win-win 
Well, and for Black History Month, I mean, it's a it's a really that's a good choice. Yeah, Yeah, who knew we made that choice anyway? Twenty eleven, the help. That's that's my pick. But I, I did uh, watch something you mentioned last week, and you know, I I'm far too old to like pop culture like I do, but but I do like it, and I happen to be surfing past Pamela Anderson, a love story, and I, I was never a big. Baywatch fan and no. kind of thought the you know her whole life thing with Tommy Lee who cared, but it was a pretty good documentary. It was really interesting. Yeah, it? it was very interesting. You you'd gone off to get your beauty sleep, Doug, yeah. and so Doug didn't watch it with me, and I I watched it solely because you had said you know this is this is a t- lot more touching. To it. yeah, yeah, it's it's touching, and it, I mean she's kind of audacious. She's got more personality. Yeah. She became a caricature. Right. Of herself, but I don't think she meant to. Do you know what surprised me? I saw a little trailer or something on her. Maybe it was a teaser for her on Netflix. But you know, you mentioned when she was up in Canada, how you know she had roles up there. She was adorable. She was a beautiful teen, beautiful and beautiful. And, and sweet. Yes. Where you know she hardened as yeah. as things right. went along. But I but went, it always seemed like she was so innocent, yeah. and yet. She was so beautiful that people made her that object. If you had showed me one of those younger pictures of her, because I only knew her from the Baywatch era and all that kind of stuff. Oh, she was like Christy Brinkley, uh, all-American. I I would never have said that that was Pamela Anderson. Who was it? The young girl who... um, Well, Sybil Shepard kind of came through that same same situation. Candace Bergman. You know, I was thinking that there was a documentary at Sundance this year about her. Oh, um, I didn't. Brooke? Um, Brooke Shields. Brooke Shields. Yeah. Oh, Brooke yes. Shields. Right. When she yeah. was young, like Blue Lagoon age. Right. Well, and the interesting thing, she was she was discovered on a jumbotron yeah. at a game, yeah. kind of wearing the you know the the, the clothes and yeah. and she I, I was stunned at how pretty she was and and how she, kind of seriously she looked at you know this is when my career tanked it was the but how sensitive she was about her yeah. love for Tommy Lee who I knew nothing about nor cared about but. Anyway, if you like that type of thing, Pamela, a love story was pretty good. I Steve, also, you pointed out had the sass though. So if you're looking yeah, for, you there, know, there's a little well, bit of nudity from the pictures from Playboy and yeah, whatnot. yeah, there is. I forgot about that, but it's not a big. Focus. You know what really impressed me was when she was hired to play the lead in Chicago. Oh yeah, and she I remember just, that. She's I, like, yeah, let's do it. I was kind of following like, that. Like, who she would did possibly that. do that? The yeah. dancing and I mean, she wasn't it. and I also caught up a couple of weeks ago on Blonde because is it up for some Academy Awards? She is. She's Anna Ar- uh, Anna Diarmas. Diarmas. She's fabulous in it, but I did not like that movie at all. It was a rough. It was. Yeah, it was like the worst of yeah. her oh, stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I did like, not Ooh, like that. let's pick something a little bit. I've not uplifting. seen that movie all the way through, but oh, it was just so You watched so some of pretty. it with me. So, she so juxtaposition, really good, Blonde versus Pamela, you know, was was more fun to watch. But she is very good in it. Oh, Sometimes gosh. it's one of those things where you you go, was is that is that Marilyn? Because it's about Marilyn Monroe, yeah. or is that anyway? So well, you know, it's funny you should mention people that are playing other parts. But in this movie that we're going to talk about, uh, seriously, Red, the Dolly Parton impersonator movie. There's somebody that's playing Elvis in that movie, and I. It took me half the film. Like, <gasps> I suddenly figured out who it was, and you you wouldn't believe it in a million years. Wasn't well, Kurt Russell, huh? No, it wasn't Kurt, it Russell. Was Kurt Russell. It was pretty good. Yeah. So, somebody I used to know. Yeah. We watched it last night. I know. I was just talking <laughs> to Steve. I said I wasn't recognizing, but yeah. and then it's I a said, weird title. I said it's There's the one yeah. about this and this yeah. and this. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. So yeah. You, you called it an X-rated Hallmark. Yeah, or an R-rated. It's Hallmark. an R-rated Hallmark movie yeah. that yeah, isn't did very good. Did have a little sass. That's, yeah. that's for sure. Oh, they had yeah. a lot of nudity. A lot of. Nudity. Oh, that's right. They yeah. were running across yeah. the. Oh, and then at the end, yeah, you know, where she decides her big breakout from doing the schlock reality thing was to go and do her documentary in the oh. nudist colony. Have you, re- have you reviewed it? Okay. We haven't talked about okay. it yet. No. Yeah, well, we're going to talk about there that. There you go. Next. All right. Well, All right. when you talk about it, I'll be listening. You'll be listening. Yep. Whoa. What would you be saying? I'd be saying it, it's an R slash almost X rated Hallmark movie. Kind of cute, but. Uh, not for everyone. <laughs> no, yeah, it's not, not for not for everyone. Yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> but it's in oh, this cute yeah. town, that cute town of Leavenworth, Leavenworth yeah, uh, Washington, or Washington or something. Actually, I looked it up. It's yeah, we have friends actually, that go up there. They go up there every year, year for Christmas. Is that, I thought the name of the town was something else. No, no it's Leavenworth. Because, oh, it is Leavenworth. Yeah, yeah. it's Leavenworth because you got, not there, to be confused with Kansas. There were some scenes where it looked like twilight. You know, when they're out in the woods and everything else. So it's yeah. up in the northwest. So they most mostly shot it in Oregon, though. Arch Cape and Gear. Heart. 
Yeah, well, I, I don't know about that, but they did have some exterior. Yeah, I've on never that. been to Leavenworth, but like I it's said, it's kind of like a Solvang, you know. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah, the, yeah. the Christmas exterior, Christmas so, theme yeah. year round. What a weird you know. name, Leavenworth. I, I know, well, because of the prison. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, anyway. normally you wouldn't think anything of it. But yeah, it's just got the. You know, it's Welcome like Leavenworth. Ah. You know, if you'd said Folsom to some people, they immediately yeah, think of the I, prison. Yeah, but I really want to go there. Yeah, I do too. I guess it's really a big touristy. Okay, cool. All right. Thank you, Dee. See you later. All right. The Movie Show. Who's President of the United States in 1985? Ronald Reagan. Ronald Reagan? The actor? <laughs> On KSL News Radio. That's a great soundbite. It really is. By the way, you might want to kind of start working on your sound bites because there's going to be uh, kind of a new twist on one of our features that will have to do with trivia rather than just dumb luck. <laughs> so, anyway, uh, <clears throat> just threw that out I'll there. I'll take offense to your dumb luck. A dumb luck. That's with a capital D on this show. Dumb luck. I'd love to see what you got. <laughs> yeah. You got whipped in. Well, it's going to be spectacular. All right, Steve, I think it's time. <clears throat> yes. With small children. And now, ladies and gentlemen, notice Tom's fleeing the He's- scene. Yeah, he's just... That cart didn't go fast enough. Book, booking it out <laughs> of here. To get out of here. It is time... Don't do it. ...for the movie show... <sighs> Top... Wheezy Joe. Ten! I'll be under the table. <laughs> That's where you usually are. Okay, yeah. so... <laughs> oh. You're going to be lying on the table Ooh, here tonight. You just <laughs> opened yourself up to that one. The Movie Show Top Ten, ladies and gentlemen, sponsored by the people who finally Steve called, and they rescued him. Thank you, Scott Porter. Thank you, Scott Porter. Scott Porter? Yeah. Oh, that's right. <laughs> I went, no, it's Scott Call. No, there's there are innumerable Scots involved here. All right, so they... They even if goes, they, I don't watch a lot of movies. I got a bunch of kids. If they can even get Steve's falling off the truck, you know, Will you stop bought it for fourteen ninety nine. Uh huh. Brand new Winnemucca. Borrowed off a truck. <laughs> Borrowed off a truck. Scott Call, Call Climate Services. Great people to do business with. They really are. They okay. really, really are. They really, really, really are. Okay, so top ten. And we have, what? what is this movie, number 10? Remember, this is the one with the India's uh, Tom Cruise. His oh, name is right. Shah Rukh Khan. He's, like, okay. super famous. And this movie is doing amazing. Yeah. I mean, 14. 14.3 million dollars. 78 foreign. In two weeks. It's already at 101. And yeah. it's only on less than 700 screens. That's amazing. It really is. Sustenance. Sustenance, this is the chosen season three finale. Yes. And I don't know where they're, where they're showing these. I yeah, I but they're out know. there, and this thing has made a ton. Well, five point yeah. five. Yeah, I looked at the sixty-three. That's sixty-three thousand missing. Both Steve and I like this, and you know, you spend a lot of time, and this sounds like you know a movie you might hate, but you won't. Where you're looking at a computer screen up on the big screen. They do a but nice job with they the do story. A nice job, and the mix of it too. They don't stay too long. Yeah, just enough to intrigue you and show you what she's doing, or what he's doing, or what they are doing, or what they, you can do on the or internet. what. None of us knew could be done. No which is, idea. You know, this this is a, a movie that came up at the little gathering last night, the dinner that I mentioned a little earlier. You know, they asked me about some movies, and I said, you know, there's a movie that I normally, I, I thought I would hate. Normally, I kind of hate this genre where some doll goes berserk and starts, oh, yeah. but this one really made sense, and it was really intriguing, and it's called Megan, and it's done very well, about $90 million. Another 72 foreign. Yeah. It's at 160. Yeah. A Man Called Otto. This is a better movie than the uh, $54 million uh, would would indicate in six weeks. This is the Tom Hanks movie. I really, really like this. Yeah, uh, although I did like the Swedish one better. Yeah. But Tom Hanks is a great actor, and this has made $84 million worldwide. Puss in Boots, The Last Witch. Wish, not witch. <laughs> wish. The, in other words, he's on his final life. Cats get nine lives, as you know. He can't count, though. Do you notice that? I that was, know. He's, that he's, montage of his nine lives. He goes, yeah. Oh, and no. some of his demises were hilarious. So anyway, uh, about eat, 150, eat shellfish. 152, <laughs> $152 million. Cute movie. I like this a lot. 221.4. Yep. It's at 373. BTS yet to come in cinemas. But this is just to tell you how K-pop, how popular this is. 
It only opened on 1,200 screens. It's made eight domestic, 10 foreign, $18 million in one week. One week. Avatar. I mean, the numbers on this are astronomical. We're about six hundred and what thirty-eight, thirty-nine million dollars domestically. International numbers: one point five three nine. Here's the total: two billion one hundred seventy-seven million nine hundred thirteen thousand three hundred and forty-six dollars. Wow! Yeah, making some bucks. Eighty for Brady. Uh, both Steve and I did not like this movie. I think I disliked it more than he did, even. But it made about thirteen million dollars domestically. Anything internationally? Nope. Nope. <laughs> okay. Knock at the Cabin. We predicted this would be the number one movie and that Avatar would finally go down a little bit. But uh, it was projected to make about $15 million. It made about $15 million. And uh, anything internationally? Yeah, it's made another nine. So it's at 25 on yeah. 3,600 screens. This is a weird movie, too. You know, it's... It, 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 I thought it sold out to me. kind of the end of the world. And, you know, the, there are some compelling performances. But, yeah. boy, it's, 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 it's a really interesting tough watch and then at the end it kind of has to see see we told you so this is real yeah the book people are ticked off about yeah. this movie because it does the subtlety is not there well you know we book people are. okay steve before Sir. we get too close to the news i yeah, think we yeah, better yeah. take care of telephone torture now we did check with jeff the whipple and i think he's out on a beach somewhere i'm not quite sure but jeff the whipple said he screamed, and then he said, "Yes, we are still doing the Valentine's." Actually, deal. that was Blake that was screaming. Yeah, Blake he didn't want to. Blake was it. screaming. So, if fundamentally, what it is now, you have to be able to do this on Valentine's Day. Yeah, it's a Valentine's and Day, and it's dinner. at some of the select theaters. So it's Jordan Only Commons, Valley uh, Fair, Valley Fair, Jordan Commons, the district, wouldn't it? And the district, yeah. right? So, oh, I got the right. Here. This is a Valentine's Day. Offer so yeah that's that's it the gourmet dinner buffet for two two megaplex movie tickets large popcorn two large Coca Cola soft drinks special Valentine's gift and this is Jordan the District and Valley Fair and then we have the new Platinum X movie experience double date night and again that is exclusively soon this will be expanding it's going to be up at the junction before too long right. but right now only at the uh, the uh, Thanksgiving point. So you have four Platinum X movie tickets, and you also will get two large Megaplex popcorns and four large drinks. And then we have the traditional movie show gift of the two tickets, one large popcorn, and two Coca-Cola soft drinks. So let's go to our phone. Remember, you cannot win. Night <laughs> quick tip. Picking on Vahe. I know. He's a great guy. He wins a lot. He's one of our great listeners. Absolutely. Yeah, but you're ineligible, Vahe. For a little while longer. We're running the clock on you. So, anyway, if you haven't won within the last 90 days, you know, you are eligible to participate. So, here we go. And I'm thinking of caller number... Way too many, but okay, four. Four. Caller number four at KSL Talk, 575 Five. And let's go to our phone line and find out who our first potential winner is. Hi, who's this? Hi, this is Tyler. Hey, Tyler, how are you? I'm doing great, hopefully. Mm-hmm. No, 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 no. Oh, boy. You're number one. You should be number four, which makes you a... Big wiener. A b- no, no, Just no. Just kidding, a loser. A big <laughs> Loser. So we'll, His mother told him, always say you're a winner, son. Yeah, even when you're not. So let's go. To, <laughs> let's push the button on time. Here we go. Okay. Now let's go back to the phone line. KSL Talk. Hi, who's this? Vicky. Vicky. Vicky, do you feel like a wiener today? I do, but I'm probably not. No, no, uh-huh. you're not. You're not. So do you, do you want to ask Gustavo? To push the button on you, I'll, I'll let you do it yourself so it can be gentle. Give it to me, Gustavo. <laughs> there you go. Le who? Le who? The her. back her after she was so sweet. I know. It was very sweet. All right. Now, this will be the final loser of the day. Which Steve. we'll get back to. Yeah, probably. All right. Hi. Who's this? Calling from uh, Mars. You know, <laughs> Captain Tom or whatever his name is. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Ground control Major, Major Tom. Tom. Yeah, I, I demoted him. Hi, who's this? Hi, this is Steve. Steve. Well, as I always say, other than your unfortunate first name, how's life treating you today? Oh, I'm hoping I'm, hoping I'm a winner. 
Well, wow. you know, there's there's hope, and then there's losing. And yeah, I'm I'm afraid, Steve, you are a. You can't do well. It. <laughs> loser. Loser. You're a loser. Yeah, oh, he wasn't sure, so he didn't know what to do. So, are you, are you going to be okay? Uh, no, Valentine's Day was what I wanted for my wife. So, oh, you guys oh, are the no. you can always buy it. But yeah. I'm not. <laughs> now I feel like I need to send a therapy dog over to him. I mean, holy cow! Come on, Steve's don't whine. Let's, but, but you yeah, know what? They, or do they? I think Dagmar will do. Yeah, I'll send. I'll send Junebug over. Ooh, Ooh oh, there June you bug, go. Okay. There's a Valentine's Day massacre. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, we're we're going to have to push the button. You know that, don't you? I know. I know. Yeah, here we go. Here we go. You are not a winner. You are not a winner. <laughs> you, you are, are a, a loser. loser. You are a loser. <laughs> uh, tongue goes good old Sam. All right, and now we go back to the phone line. And hi, who's this? Jackie. Jackie, how are you? I'm wonderful. Well, you sound awfully chipper, and I think you should yeah. sound chipper because you are a big wiener of course you are jackie you are a big wiener you won fabulous prizes worth up to dollars but you do have a decision are you going to go for the all-inclusive megaplex theaters valentine's date night now that has to be on on the tuesday night at one of the three theaters that we mentioned you get all the goodies the buffet you know everything and then we have the platinum x movie experience but again that is only at thanksgiving point but at your leisure and then we have the traditional telephone torture package so what are you going to go for I'm going to go for door number one. Door number one. That Ooh, is a nice. wise decision. And, you know, every time we give away one of those, because that's, that's the big deal. The angel loses his wings. No. Oh. Blake Anderson breaks out in a sweat <laughs> Oh, because he's the big kahuna at the Megaplex Theaters. So very happy Valentine's Day to you. And before we put you on hold and extract all the information allowable by law, we are we we do need you to set the stage and make all the losers feel better. So, are you ready to do that? I am. And okay. here's the director of the board, Old Blue Eyes. Ooh, the director of the board. Why not? Why not? Okay, let's let's just savor Frank. All right, here we go. Ah, Frank. I wonder what he would think if he knew that every week... He'd be so proud to think that he's part of the movie show. Would he? No. Or would he send send his guys, <laughs> probably, his boys out? It'd probably be like when he met Mario Puzo. You know, he'd just want to deck us one. All right. Uh, big thanks to the Megaplex Theaters for yes. sponsoring this prestigious segment. Back to Doug Wright, Steve Sales, and the KSL Movie Show. Okay, Stephen. Yeah. We've got a movie that you've been uh, off the air talking about a lot, and it's called Seriously Red. So let's get a little sound from that movie. You strike me as someone who doesn't stick to things. This is where I belong. This is what I'm supposed to be doing. Yeah, you're weird enough. I'll give you that. So I'm going to throw you a bone. Show me what you're made of. Okay. This is an adorable little film. There's a little sass to it. It's Australian, but it's called Seriously Red. It's, it's uh, about a young woman who, <laughs> she is just funny. I mean, one of those character actors that yeah. you, you just see her and she lights up the screen. Well, she does. She loves Dolly. She gets on stage by accident once, and she nails it. And the guy sitting in the background, Bobby Cannaval, who we've seen a lot of stuff, yeah. he does Neil Diamond impersonations, and he's like the road manager. The person who plays Elvis took me half the movie, and all of a sudden, like, it's Rose Byrne. No. Rose Byrne. Is Elvis. Are you kidding me? And nailed it to the floor. I was like, that's Rose Byrne. <laughs> And this lady, her name is Crew Boylan. This movie is only at the Megaplex Theaters that I know of. Is rated R for some sass, but it is one of the funnier movies, especially the Dollyisms. If you don't like the road you're walking, start paving another one. There we go. Or yeah, there's a yeah. bunch of them. It, it's funny. It's very Dolly-ish, and uh, she's a hoot. So seriously, Red Megaplex Theaters, go see it. So what's the grade? B plus. B plus. All right. Another movie that we probably ought to mention is somebody I used to know, and yeah. you know this is uh, a, a young woman. We got to know her in Mad Men. Allison Brie. And so 
she is doing a, kind of this reality show. The big deal, she comes to this little town, wanted to break out, and she wanted to make documentary films. Well, she kind of, you know, and this happens. You, you don't necessarily sell out. You just go to where you can make you can some go, money. Yeah. Make some money. So she's on this little reality show, and it's called Dessert Island, Island yeah. so bizarre. And so she, she knows she's in her third season, and there's a chance she could be canceled because the ratings have been going down. So she's just determined to nail, and she has chefs on as guests and so on. And this one chef to, uh, chef has had a breakup, and she's just going to get him, you know, on the Start air. Start making him cry. And he's crying and everything. And so she thought she's going to be renewed. And then, you know, the, the goofy, you know, producers or whatever they are, they come on. And that, that was such a dumb, stupid scene where they're going, well, your ratings have gone low. And, well, how low? And Oh, oh yeah. Just, Stupid. So anyway, that was Sam Richardson. I know, I mean, come on, dumb. So anyway, she ends up going back home, and she's just taking a break because she's been canceled. Her Runs. mother is who? Oh, uh, what's her name? Yeah, but anyway, oh, she, Julie Haggerty. Julie. Ha- oh, oh, that one. I was thinking of the mother of the the guy. And I, yeah, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Julie Haggerty. We got to know her in, in airport. She's kind of made a little bit of a comeback lately. Yeah. So anyway, are they going to rekindle this old relationship and you know her boyfriend and everything? But what's going on with him? We find out. Well, he's involved in another relationship. And then there's so many weird red herrings. We don't know who's what. Is is somebody gay? Are they bisexual? What's going on? Who's what? Who's who? Who's getting married? Who's not? And well, what, the idea that she would actually show up and try to break up their yeah, their th- wedding. Well, and we've seen that before, but we've seen it done actually halfway decent. Yeah, this was a little, you know, this was where they, felt awkward. Yeah, this was this was awkward, and we're, we're running out of time. But this was like a bad R-rated Hallmark movie to me. Yeah, I could see that. So but there's you, a lot of uh, there's a lot of good characters in this. I just wish it had been yeah. a little tighter. So a little what's better. your grade? Um, a B minus. Yeah, see, I'm not that high. I I I thought, whoa, Did I give it a B you know, yeah. So I mean, this would be on yeah, my scale like two, two and a half stars. And at this is best. Pr- Prime Video rated R. Right, right. So only on streaming. So hey, that does it for the movie show today and tonight. When you go home, please make sure that you hug the people you love. Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story the struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts.